episode number 65, Camaro Superfest and Camaro 50 Details. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. Ah, man, what a fun-filled week craziness oh yeah nuts yeah lots of camaro stuff this week all camaro every day all day yep some really incredible stuff happened uh since our last episode which was good because if i'm not mistaken our last episode was it our last episode was very the last two episodes yeah (laughs) but you know we can't expect brand new camaro news to come out every single week true very true true and we also rely on you guys our our listeners to kind of tell us what you want us to talk about in yeah. the interim, so yeah. you know, if, if we're if we're bored, not a stuff to talk about, that's that's your fault. We blame you. <laughs> we got the trusty old Camaro white book, though. We can we that's can right. pull some stuff out of, do some random pages, but we're not going to need to do that this week because we've got uh, so much stuff to talk about. So much stuff that uh, well, I I think we got a couple of voicemails that we're just not going to be able to get to them this week. That's true, and an email, and an email. But rest assured, we will definitely get to them. Uh, uh, next week. Yeah. So first up, let's talk about the 50th anniversary for Camaro. Chevrolet announced this week uh, all the details of their Let's Rally celebration around uh, the Chevrolet Camaro during Woodward Dream Cruise Week. So let's let's do a rundown here of yeah. what exactly is going on. Um, on August 18th, there's going to be a Camaro factory fest, they're calling it. And what they're going to do is they're going to do like a little, well, it's probably not going to be little, but it's going to be a big Camaro gathering car show at the plant where they build the Camaros over there in Lansing. And then they're going to let you go through and do a tour of the plant. Um, that's going to be August 18th, and you have to register for that. So in order to register it, all you do is go to Camaro50.com. And uh, on the 18th, there's a little link that says register now, space is limited. So I'm guessing it's not uh, filled yet since you're able to still register. And then it'll print you out a little barcode, uh, which you bring to uh, the, the event. And then on August 19th, and I am really excited for this because... What they're doing is they're doing something called Camaros and Coffee at Joe Louis Arena in Detroit. Incredible. Oh, I can't wait. So they're going to stage everybody at Joe Louis Arena in the morning. Uh, and then it sounds like they're going to do a big parade down Woodward with all the Camaros uh, there. So, that is so cool. What is, what is better than Camaros and Detroit Red Wings, at least to me? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> and in fact, this is the very last season that the Detroit Red Wings are going to play at Joe Louis Arena, and then they're going to tear the place down because they're currently building a brand new arena in Detroit. Yeah, um, it's going to be sad to see Joe Louis. I mean, that was uh, we, Chris. You and I have seen many a hockey game. Many, there. many. But I'm also excited for the future of Detroit sports. Um, also, hey, since we're talking about it, the future of Las Vegas sports too, right? <laughs> Heck yeah! Woohoo! Las Vegas getting a hockey team, and yep. maybe it'd be pretty cool. We, we could maybe even catch a Las Vegas 
I don't know, Las Vegas Losers. What what is the name of the? Uh, so far they're uh, they're leaning towards the Las Vegas Black Knights. It'd be really cool if we could get a chance to see uh, a hockey game while we're in Las Vegas for SEMA. Oh well, that won't be for another year, but that's a very good possibility. That yeah. is a very good possibility. Can't wait. Um, me too. Uh, all right. So back to the Camaro. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then August twentieth is the day of the Woodward Dream Cruise itself, and there's a Camaro Corral set up. Right. Um, uh, it's going to be around nine mile in Woodward. There, uh, you have to register in order to uh, park your Camaro there. It's free. You can just park it there, and I believe you can come and go as you please. Uh, there's a Facebook uh, like sign up. And I think that's being done by our good friend Brian Meissen from Michigan F-Body. So nice. go to Facebook and type in Camaro Corral for Woodward, and you just have to register. He's got a, a Google form because um, space is limited there as well. So um, we've been hearing uh, a lot of people are going to be coming in for this this event. And we're also sad to, to let everybody know that because of this event – um, this year's BBOMG has been canceled. Uh, so those of you who are, were trying to go to BBOMG or coming in for this, um, it's, it should be an awesome event. And I'm telling people uh, to book their hotel reservations at the Troy Marriott where, um, people stayed for, um, a previous event we held here in Detroit. There's kind of no real host hotel, since it's just a bunch of people coming in for, for, for Woodward and, and these events. But um, I've had a lot of people contact me and say, where should we stay? Where should we stay? Um, the Marriott in Troy. And you can send me a message uh, or post right on our Facebook if you have any questions about that. And I can post a link in the show notes to the yeah. to the hotel as well. That's that's just a bummer. I mean, it was, it was tough getting BBOMG8 um, lined up. And then once they started getting traction, you know, Chevrolet kind of trumped it. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not like they did it on purpose or anything like that. Right. There's there's not really much of a competition issue right. there, for right. sure. But uh, definitely a bummer that BBOMG 8s canceled. Yeah. The the Camaro factory tour in itself is going to be cool, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit later because um, I just did the factory tour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're going to get to that and the whole Superfest weekend. Yeah. In a little bit, but, um, well, I, I'm thinking that, you know, the celebration and the Woodward and everything happening is going to really boost sales. I would hope so. <laughs> and, and, and awareness and, 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 and uh, exposure to the vehicle because, uh, yeah, um, the sales figures are the, the deliveries, uh, obviously, today's, uh, we're, we're into a new month now, July, so we're going to be seeing the, the sales figures for June, which we did on July 1st. They're not good. Well, I mean, they're not good as compared to the fifth generation. I should say that. I should preface by saying maybe Chevrolet's happy with these. I don't know. But let me give you the numbers and then you surmise. Camaro deliveries in June 2016 were 4,969. Let's compare that to Mustang, which was 9,776. And Challenger, which was 5,479. According to GM's Excel spreadsheet that they release every month, let's see, Camaro last year in June sold 8,611, down 42.3% uh, year to date. 
they're uh, they've currently sold in 2016 36,634 and at this point last year Camaros were at 42,563 for a total of minus 13.5 percent for 2016. So we continue to. Wow slide <laughs> talk about sales figures for crying out loud <laughs> but i'm not hearing anybody complaining and we're not seeing them throwing big money on the hoods so i don't know i i'm confused i'm confused it's it, strange times for sure uh <laughs> I don't know what to. Th- I, I just don't know what to think. When I heard these numbers, I was at Camaro Superfast, so I started walking around and talking to people who had fifth gens, and I mm-hmm. said, "Hey, you ever think about trading up to a sixth gen?" And here's the responses I got. Predominantly were, "Why would I want to go to a sixth gen when I love my fifth gen? Love this car." <laughs> uh, another was, "No way, it's way too expensive." Another response I got was, "Yeah, it looks." It looks pretty much like my fifth gen, and why would I upgrade? You know, it, it looks, I love my car. This looks good. It, it, Another it's person said, of its own success. And then I talked to people who had six gens, and I said, What made you upgrade? One guy said he walked in the dealer, and as soon as he pushed the button on the car, he, he said, You know, basically, I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he paid MSRP for the wow. car, too. Um, Another guy said, um, do you think Chevrolet will ever advertise this car? Because because we know as enthusiasts, diehard enthusiasts, what this car is and what it can do. Mm-hmm. It's lighter. It's more nimble. It's more powerful. It has more technology. Um, it's just a badass car all around. Every review I've ever seen of the 6th Gen gave it absolutely glowing reviews. They think that Chevrolet's not advertising the car enough, so people kind of think, oh, it's still, you know, kind of close to a fifth gen, so, you know, I'm not going to upgrade my fifth gen until yeah. it gets older. Yeah, right. That makes sense. But maybe they do need to advertise it because, like we said, some people who have maybe toyed with the idea of getting a new Camaro don't know that it's it's a new generation that has all the improvements. Right. I Maybe they need to point that out. There wasn't a whole bunch of fifth gens at, or sixth gens, I should say, at um, Camaro Superfest either. Not There's just many. just a handful. Yep. That's yep. Just crazy. But that that br- that blue man. Woo! What Love blue? Oh, that blue. That blue oh, on the sixth color. gen. <laughs> I thought you were saying the sales figures blow. Yeah, I saw Rick Rick Klein. He was there with his with his uh, uh, blue sixth gen. It looked spectacular. Uh, saw a couple other people, I think from Kentucky and St. Louis who were there with their six gens. I saw one guy with a black one. It was just all black, black wheels, black bow ties, black murdered out. Oh, black windows, everything. I was like, that is all me. (laughs) That is all me. That's pretty cool. There you go. I mean, it is what it is. I haven't heard anything from any of my inside sources at all that, um, Chevrolet's unhappy or scrambling or anything. And and I guess we can see that too, because 16s are done, 17s are being delivered and they're not throwing money on the hoods of the 16s yet. I know they, yeah. they ran a special last month with 72 months, 0% financing, but that's it. That's it. Yeah. 
I know there's some GM employee pricing stuff for, uh, for, uh, was it, return lessees and all that kind of crap. But yeah, yeah. But I guess we're going to just, we're just going to keep watching. We should just keep watching. Okay. Well, yeah, I still don't know what If this think, continues but... through the summer, I'm just, I'm, I'm still shaking my head. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> somebody's got to, somebody's got to know at least why. And, and I want to, I want to, I want to hear about it. So other than that, we, all we can do is speculate. So I don't know. Maybe we'll never know. <laughs> I, I just don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know. All right. Well, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah. I'm at a loss, which is rare. There was a heck of an event this week that I attended. Oh yeah. And it was the 25th anniversary for Camaro Superfest, so they did some extra things for this event this year, and one of them was the the factory tour in Lansing. They did a drive on MIS, uh, the Michigan International Speedway. Uh, those two things were really cool. The first thing I did was the MIS drive, and they had that? they had 300 cars that showed up on the track. Now it was really cool to see all those Camaros out there and being part of that. But driving a stick shift while banked on a wall—it's <laughs> a little weird, isn't it? Going five miles an hour because there are so many cars sucks <laughs> and you feel like you're gonna slide down the hill right exactly i had jason port with me and his seatbelt locked on him and he was like <laughs> he was str- getting strangled in the passenger seat <laughs> but yeah that was like a parade lap at the very end so they they lined us all up on the track and then uh they sent um i don't know 15 or 20 of us out at mm-hmm. a time and we got to do like four laps 65 mile an hour speed limit and then uh, once everybody did their lap, everybody went out and did multiple laps all together. And then as everybody came back in um, to the final lap, uh, each person who passed the finish line got a picture taken. Cool. And then we got to go home. And that was a long day. That was, <laughs> we got to the, track at 10 30 and we were leaving by three o'clock Ooh, that is long to be out of there in the hot, hot sun. <laughs> but it was fun it was a once in a lifetime uh deal uh, did you ever do the mis track thing there i i did with mike kilowald did you trans am because pontiac set up like the bird's nest or something like that for um firebirds um it at uh one of the one of the big events there at MIS so we did did that I did that with them so I remember that very vividly because if w- when you're watching the cars on the on the on the bank it doesn't seem so steep but when you're uh up there up there <laughs> you feel like you're going to you feel like you're going to roll down like your car's going to start yeah. rolling it's obviously it's not but it just feels really strange because I don't think there's any other time when your car would be on that kind of embankment yeah well, on, here, on here's, purpose. I, I had my GoPro on yeah. my car, so yeah. I GoPro'd everything. So I'm going to put that on the Gears and Beers channel. Yay! And you guys can see taking a run on uh, on the, the track and then the parade lap. Um, but the, the battery died. I forgot to turn my GoPro off after, well, during oh. our parade lap. So I don't know, at some point, because 
even when I drove off and when we stopped for gas, I was like, oh, there's the GoPro. Oh, it's dead. So I don't know. <laughs> there's a lot of video on there probably. <laughs> so that was cool. That was cool. Um, yep. The next day was the uh, Lansing Grand River Assembly Plant uh, factory tour. And that's your, the, your old fa- your old stomping grounds over there in Lansing, yeah, Lansing huh? Yep. So you know exactly yeah. where that's at, right? Oh, yeah. I, I actually did some engineering in that plant. Um, did you? In the mid-90s, yeah. What were they building when you were doing engineering there? The was Malibu. It, the Malibu, huh? Yep. I don't know if it's the exact same plant. Because I know plant, it didn't use, like, be the old Oldsmobile plant or something yep. like that. Yep, wow. that's right. It was BOC, Buick Oldsmobile Cadillac, which... You know, now it's called, you know, Lansing Grand River, you know, River Assembly or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we we uh, staged in this, like, this lot that was, it was near the uh, the plant. And it was off of uh, Martin Luther King and... Uh-huh. Saginaw. Something like that. So we pulled in. We just hung out, hung out in the parking lot. And everybody had um, a ticket for a time. And we had the eleven thirty time, and then they sent these buses in. We got on the bus, they drove us to the to the um the factory, and then uh, we got off and we went through. And it was like the factory was like this big T, and there was like one section we went down, and then we went down the other section, and the, the line was running, and they were running a bunch of cars, and they're running predominantly Camaros, and there are Cadillacs that yeah. run down the exact same line. These, the CTS and the ATS uh, are built on the same platform there. So that was really cool. So you, you did the Oshawa tour. I know you've been in a bazillion factories. Yeah. This is only like my third one I've ever been in. But it's amazing how everything just seems to come together magically. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's like magic. You know, these like these little, these they're almost like little robots. They like, they like, they just the body comes along and all of a sudden one of these robots comes up and they have what's needed for the car and the, the people on the line just put it in. If it's whether it's the doors that need to go back on or the glass or the steering wheel or the dash or the wheels or, or whatever they, it's complete. I think it's just, um, it's just a joy of automation. Yeah. Well, logistics and planning. Yeah. Um, it takes, that's why it takes a long time to build a car. At least, or at least just to get a car started to be built. Right. There's a whole lot of planning that goes on. I mean, most people can't bake a cake because they can't follow the instructions, yeah. much less plan out how to bake a cake. Mm-hmm. Imagine trying to build a car with a team of four or 500 other people and then some. Yeah. So, Orchestrating that is not an easy feat. Yeah. They give us a good hour-long tour. That's um, nice. Yeah, and it was... There was probably like 30 people in our group, and they split us up into 15. And we had two um, really nice ladies who uh, explained how everything was working. One of them who used to work on the line and now moved into the office. And so we were walking along. And we we're like, hey, uh, any, uh, any ZL1s? You guys running any ZL1s? She's like, no. She goes, but. She goes, we ran some this week. She goes, we ran like four yesterday and like four two days ago on third shift i was like really i was like can we see any she's like oh we just passed the it was an area where like where cars come out and they like inspect them and stuff she goes there's like three zl1s right back there i was like oh man man. so yeah they're they're running they're running zl1s on the line right now that's crazy 
I mean, that's great. It is. It'd be is. nice if you saw some price stickers on them. <laughs> but that was a wonderful. That was a wonderful tour, and then from what I hear for the um, Camaro Fifty celebration, they're going to be um, kind of like an expanded tour and a more self-guided tour. Kind of like what we did in Oshawa, although absolutely no photography was allowed. We had mm-hmm. to leave everything in the car, including this this bracelet I wear. They made, they said everything off your hands, and then if you were wearing a ring, they would have to put something around the ring. I don't piece know, of, piece tape? of tape or something along those lines. I was like, wow, we were just walking in there. We weren't even, even close to the line, but whatever. I know there's strict safety guidelines in a, in a factory, and they're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, imagine this. If somebody did manage to break away and scrape a car with their diamond ring, that would be... Hell to pay? ...really difficult to fix easily. <laughs> uh, just because of the quality control standards um, that, that, that they have to go through these days. So, so you got this killer, killer tour of of the Lansing assembly plant. Yeah. How, how does it compare to the Oshawa tour that we did? Like, I know it wasn't quite self-guided, but right. uh, it was, you know. it, it seemed smaller than Oshawa for some reason. I don't know why, uh, because probably cause we, it was like, as we could spend as much time in Oshawa and we saw probably a little bit more in Oshawa than we did in Lansing. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much the same, you know, they, how they marry the chassis and the, the powertrain, everything, put everything on. And it was really, really cool. We didn't get to see the paint area or anything we did in Oshawa. Yeah. Um, but that was cool. What I thought was, was even more interesting was when we were, um, leaving, uh, Jason Borden and I decided to stop at the uh, gate and take a bunch of pictures of all the Camaros just kind of sitting in this large yard. And uh, we saw a lot of 50ths in there, and two. And then we could, you could see where the train comes in and, and takes them out. Mm-hmm. And then lots of car haulers coming and taking Camaros out. And then we were pulling away and we started going down the street. And then we stopped again because there was another yard full of Camaros. So we pulled over on the side of the road and we got out, and it was a giant yard full of only convertibles. Oh, wow. Only, and there was hundreds, hundreds. So I shot some video there too. And then we saw people in the yard and it was like, probably like eight people. And they were pulling the tops off the Camaros. They were like physically pulling them off. So we think that this is a QC yard Mm -hmm. and there's something going on with the car um, the, only the convertibles and they're fixing them. So they're right before they get shipped off to the customer. Uh, only speculation, but that's what it looked like they were doing. Fixing the tops by, I don't know, <laughs> pulling them off and redoing them. I don't know, but there was a lot of people in there and a lot of cars in there. Well, I guess I better start selling them then. <sighs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> But that was well, that was that was the factory tour in in Lansing. And Lansing wasn't exactly close uh, to Ypsilanti either. No, it's a hell of a drive. That's, that's a good it was about an hour. Drive. It was an hour and fifteen minutes um, okay. without traffic. And then as we came back, we ended up stopping in Brighton at the Lingenfelter Collection and uh, 
just, you know, uh, Ken and Kristen had a little open house going on for everybody um, who either couldn't get to the factory or, you know, coming back from the factory. So we went in there and said hi to those guys and looked at the collection again. And I bought a couple shirts and it was cool. It was real cool. People were outside, kind of like a little car show and stuff like that. Nice. So I guess what, what what's your big takeaway from this whole event that, like... You had Superfest, you had Lingenfelder Collection, you had the factory tour, you had MIS, you know, it's, it's all smashed together. Yeah, yeah, because then, then Saturday was the actual, you know, show and shine that Camaro Superfest is all about, yep. and a lot of vendors there, and uh, it's still, it goes on Saturday and Sunday, and then they do the judging and all that. Um, you know, it's great to see a lot of people again. Uh, I have to give a shout out to Marcus Salazar, who, uh, I met at the show. He came out and, uh, he's one of our listeners. Oh yeah. yeah. I met him once or once or twice before. Super cool guy. Yeah. So, uh, lots, lots of people, lots of podcasts. I had a lot of people coming up saying, listen to the show. It's, it's awesome. I had some people in Lansing going, come out show. And then yeah. here's something funny too. I got to send you this picture. I don't know if the Marriott did this, but when Jason Port checked into his hotel room, his hotel room key had the Camaro show on it. Our logo that said CamaroShow.com on his paper thing that the key goes into. So I'm thinking that they went online and said, oh, there's a Camaro show going on. Oh, here, Camaro show. And they put that on people's keys. That's great. (laughs) Free publicity. (laughs) So, dear listeners, if you are listening because you saw it on the key, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> thank you very much for listening and being uh, uh, new listeners uh, because yeah. of the Marriott. <laughs> I thought that it. was funny. But yeah, that was the weekend. Uh, I thought there'd be a lot more hotel parties <laughs> in the lot. They were very subdued. Oh. Um. But some some New York fifth gen guys showed up, and cool. uh, they know how to party. Uh, Kendall and uh, Brandon from New York fifth gen, and and they had a crew with them. Uh, one of the guys, a very unfortunate accident happened. As soon as they pulled into the lot and started getting out, a golf ball came flying through the yard and smacked the top of their roof. Oh! And they had just bought the car and drove it to the event. And there was a like golf ball dent on the very on the roof of the oh. car. Yeah, unfortunate accident, but you know, ugh. ow, yeah, it sucked. That's, uh, that's the worst. It's like buying a car and leaving the parking lot, and and then having a golf ball hit it. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the worst. No exactly. Matter, no way to make it worse. I know. Holy cow! Oh, terrible. Yep. Just terrible. Totally unfair. Yeah. Yep. Well, that was Camaro Superfest in a nutshell. Like the best Superfest ever. It was. We, we, we've gone to Superfest, well, I've, uh, 20, I've gone since 96. So it's 20 years. Yeah. And um, I remember, you know, the first year was, you know, that I went, there was 100 or two cars. It was, I was blown away. And then when we started going in its heyday, there was, um, gosh, 400 cars, 400 Camaros there. Of, and that was like at the peak, wasn't it? It was at the peak. And then it started to dip. Yeah, and it dipped down to under two hundred. When I think it was like one hundred and forty or something like that one year. So what was attendance like this year? 
It was uh, over 600. So it was the big, it's, it's definitely the biggest <laughs> Superfest ever. There was a lot of cars, man. There was a lot of cars. They got to be happy about that. Yeah. I actually had concerns that it would just kind of fizzle and fade out, but yeah. definitely, definitely making it. Making a return comeback for sure. Yeah, yeah. They did a great job. Barry and Eastern Michigan Camaro Club put on a great event. They did. Spectacular. They did. Congratulations to everybody that was part of that event, of course, yeah. uh, for a successful event. Congratulations to everybody who won an award. That's always kind of a prestigious thing. Yeah. So, man, what a just great weekend. I, I really wish I could have been there, but, you know, I'm down here in, in good old Studio South. <laughs> um, just kind of holding down the fort down here. Cars and Coffee was uh, yesterday morning. Uh, Saturday morning down here, but I wasn't able to go. I was, I've been busy all weekend long, but I heard it was also incredibly huge. Nice. Uh, seven or eight Lamborghinis, and uh, our, our friend down here, Chris Steiger, is better known as DJ Koble, um from back in the day. He uh, he went to it, and he's got a picture of a Cyclone and uh, GMC Cyclone and all sorts of cool stuff. So definitely um, this is this is it. This is the time to go catch out cool car shows. Heck yeah. Heck and yeah. If, if you know of a cool car show that you want us to help promote, by all means, just call in and tell us about it. We'll be happy to spread the word. Yeah, and here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. <sighs> you know, I was having a great conversation with Ken Lingenfelter, and he was telling me about... How he spends his mornings on eBay. <laughs> oh? Yep. He's always looking for stuff, man. Always looking for stuff. He he says there's some site or something he goes to called Bring a Truck or something. Bringatruck.com or something. He's like, they, they have cars like once a day. And it's like, it's fast. You got to get in there and bid. And then that's it. And it's, I think it was called, I think he said, Bring a Car, Bring a Truck. Something like that, but it was it was interesting. And I said, what, you "Looking for anything right now, Ken?" Bring, He's like, "Bring a trailer." Bring a trailer. Maybe that's it. Bring a trailer. That's what it looks like anyway. Um, so, so what? You, so what's he looking for? Well, I um, remember that conversation we had with him about the cyclone. Yeah, I said, Aww. "Did you find a cyclone yet?" He goes. No, but he's like, I'd like to get a pair. I'd like to get a cyclone and a typhoon. And a typhoon. <laughs> But his collection is just, it's unbelievable. It's, it's great. And he said he's going to, he's already got the package done for the ZL1 because it's the, it's the same, same engine from uh, the Z06. So he says they've already got a 700 plus horsepower package for, for the ZL1. So, <laughs> well, well, while we were just talking about it, I just did a, just a quick search on bringatrailer.com for Cyclone. And I'm surprised that he doesn't already own this. It is one of the, Marlboro special edition cycle. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's the red um, one, right? It's the red one with the you know Marlboro cigarettes logo all over it. You know, and you know, it's it's I think it's called Burnt Long Red. Uh, <laughs> Burnt Long Red. Uh, I'm looking for to I know that there's I know that one of the guys in the Chicago F body or Chicago group that Tom, uh, John Ryan was part of, he had one. But there's, there, you know, cyclones are already rare. They only made like fourteen hundred of them. The red ones, I think, they only made oh ten. I'm just reading it now, ten of them. Mm. And this is number six. Wow. And it's on eBay for seventy nine thousand nine hundred ninety five dollars or best offer. Oh, is that it? Yep. Oh, lovely. Okay. 
But then there's a 71,000 mile just regular cyclone. Yeah, let me text in, Ken real quick. And, in Hudsonville, Michigan. <laughs> oh, nice and close. Oh, that's December 9th, 2013. So there's really not that much. Wow. No. Oh. no, I don't think this is the right website because all this just seems to be is, is like listens, listings to eBay. Yeah. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Ken lives in a different world than I can ever comprehend. <laughs> such such <laughs> an a awesome great, guy. He is. He's a down-to-earth guy, and then it's always nice to sit down and have conversations with him. Yeah, super approachable, talkative guy yeah. for me and who he is and what he does. And he, and he let us know he'll be at SEMA this year, so he <sighs> said, look for me. Definitely hang out with him as we as we try to. Yeah. What else we got going on? I think we're That's it, man. It, up here. it was... Um, it was a it was a great show, uh, Camaro Superfast, and then, wow, yeah, I'm tired. I need to I'll, I need to get I'll some rest. I need some I'll coffee. I just want some coffee. That's all. There you go. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we're gonna have to get out of here. We're gonna be back at you next week with your voicemails and emails that we might have missed this week. And if you haven't gotten them in, by all means, please do call in. Yes. Yeah. Tell us what you want us to talk about, or if you got a comment or a thought or a question about the Camaros stuff that we've talked about in the past, or that you want us to talk about, just do it. It's yep. easy. Chris, you gave out the number. They better have been paying attention. Yeah. Or you can just go to our Facebook page and post a message there, or right on our website at CamaroShow.com. There's a little link, and then you can fill out the form and just like Jim did, whose email I'm not reading this week, but I will next week. Yep. So Jim, Jim we'll get to you, I buddy. did get your email. So yes. Right. All right. Let's get out okay. of here. Let's scram, buddy. See ya. ya. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya.